Perik Vav Mishnah Gimel. Mishnah discusses a few scenarios in which not all of the residents of a courtyard joined in an Erev together before Shabbos. The question of how they could deal with that situation to permit carrying in the courtyard. The Mishnah begins with the following case. The residents living in a courtyard, one of the residents forgot to join in the courtyard Erev. So for example, we have Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi. Ruvain and Shimon were responsible. They contributed a matzah each to the matzah box. They put that in the Ruvain's house. Levi was also supposed to contribute a matzah, but never did. That, of course, will be a problem for everybody. If this isn't addressed, then no one will be permitted to carry in this courtyard because it will be a courtyard with distinct owners, that is, partially owned by this new entity called Ruvain Shimon, who joined with an Erev, partially by distinct owner Levi. And so this comes under the rabbinic decree that can't carry in a courtyard that has multiple distinct owners. And so Ruvain and Shimon request of Levi that he be mevatel his rishos. It is that he relinquish his rights to the courtyard for Shabbos. And Levi agreed he did so. The Mishnah rules that even after Levi was mevatel his rishos, the halacha remains that beiso asr milahachnes milahotzi lo vilahem. Nobody in this courtyard, not Levi, nor Ruvain or Shimon, will be permitted to carry between Levi's house and the courtyard. For the assumption is that when Levi agrees, okay, fine, I understand there's a carrying problem for us here, so I'll be mevatel my rishos. The assumption is that the extent of the bittel rishos is only that Levi is giving up his rights to the courtyard. He's not saying that I give up my rights to my house. And therefore, that means Levi remains a distinct owner of his house, even with respect to the carrying issue. And thus, regarding carrying, regarding the rabbinic takana, Levi's house and the courtyard, the other houses, are two distinct domains. They were never merged together. And therefore, carrying between those domains will be forbidden. However, the Mishnah states, Mishalahem mutarin lo vilahem. Carrying between the courtyard and the other homes, the homes of Reuven and Shimon, in our example, will be permitted, not only for them, for Reuven and Shimon, but for Levi too. But on the basis of the Erev, and Levi's relinquishing his rights to the courtyard, the courtyard and the homes of Reuven and Shimon are considered to be consolidated all under the one ownership. Now, it's true that Levi doesn't have a stake in that entity. He's not part of the Erev, but that's fine. Levi is simply considered Reuven and Shimon's guest. Now, once a courtyard sets up an Erev, the residents of the Erev can have guests over who can carry between the courtyard and the homes. That's fine. So same thing for Levi. Levi can carry between the courtyard and Reuven and Shimon's homes as their guest. And the point is it doesn't upset the status they accomplished here. We don't say that, oh, by using the courtyard, Levi is reclaiming his rights to it so that, you know, ruins everything. For everyone, no, he can use the courtyard in practice as the guest of the other residents. The Misha then states, let's say you know, we start with the same case, that Reuven and Shimon made an Erev for the courtyard, but Levi forgot to participate. But this time, instead of Levi agreeing to relinquish his rights in the courtyard to the others, Nosnu lo Rishusan, Reuven and Shimon agreed to relinquish their rights in the courtyard to Levi. In this case, the Allah would be, Humutter, Levi would be permitted to carry between his house and the courtyard, because now it all belongs to him. 
However, Vehein Asurin, Ruven and Shimon are forbidden from doing so. They can't carry this courtyard because we cannot apply the guest theory. We're dealing with more than one person, meaning that the reality is that Ruven and Shimon have their own residences in this courtyard. They decided to you know, symbolically relinquish their rights to the courtyard to Levi for them to now go about the carrying in the courtyard, carrying, let's say, between Levi's house and the courtyard would not be acceptable. We wouldn't be able to you know, justify that by regarding them as Levi's guests. It's too much of a stretch when you have these you know, two others who the fact is, you know, they have their own homes in the Chatzar, and now they're going to what? They're going to go and carry their and we'll just regard them as guests. It's too much of a stretch. Therefore, if they would go ahead and carry in the courtyard, that would actually be interpreted as them reclaiming their rights in the courtyard and simply reversing their initial decision to relinquish their rights to Levi. And of course, the end result would be that carrying the courtyard would be forbidden for everyone. So that would not be the smart way of doing it. Rather, the way to deal with this situation is you have Levi relinquish his rights in the courtyard to the others. The mission now discusses, let's say, Hayushnaim. Two people forgot to join in the Erev. So let's say it's Ruven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda. Levi and Yehuda forgot to join in the Erev, even if Ruven and Shimon agreed to hand over their rights in the courtyard to Levi and Yehuda. That wouldn't solve the problem even for Levi and Yehuda. Rather, Osrin Zelzem, it would still be forbidden for Levi and Yehuda to carry in the courtyard. Because it being that Levi and Yehuda were never part of the Erev, we simply have a situation here of two distinct residents of a courtyard, which is completely subject to the rabbinic decree that says carrying in a courtyard with multiple distinct residents is prohibited on Shabbos if there's no Erev between those two people. And since this is true, Ruvain and Shimon's attempt here to transfer their rights in the courtyard to Levi and Yehuda is entirely meaningless. And so even if, you know, subsequently, among Levi and Yehuda, one agreed to relinquish his rights to the other, it wouldn't rectify the situation. This whole plan you know, never got off the ground. It doesn't accomplish anything you know, here for Reuven and Shimon, again, to transfer their rights to Levi and Yehuda. What does that help? It's still a courtyard of multiple owners. Therefore, that does nothing. Rather, the only thing that can be done in such a case, when you know, more than one person forgot to join in the Erev, is to have those people, the people who are out of the Erev, for example, Levi and Yehuda, relinquish their rights to the people who are in the Erev, so at least the people who are in the Erev will be able to carry in the courtyard. The Mishnah states that the above rulings are true, for the rule, first of all, is that in the case where just one person forgot to join in the Erev, he can permit carrying the courtyard for himself either by giving up his rights in the courtyard to the others or receiving the rights to the courtyard of the others. If they give those up to him, it's not smart for them, as we saw above, but if they agree to that, then at least the odd man out will be able to carry in the courtyard. Regarding Shnayim, or two people forgot to join in the Erev, Allah, as we saw above, is no snim rishos, they could give up their rights in the courtyard to the other two who are in the Erev, to at least to grant them the ability to carry in the courtyard. But carrying in the courtyard cannot become permitted by them receiving the rights from the two who are in the Erev. As stated above, trying to get granted rights of the courtyard for the people in the Erev to two or more people who are out of the Erev is entirely meaningless. What does it help to 
give everything to two distinct people who are out of the Erev, you're going from the frying pan to the fire. You're turning it into the exact situation that the Rabbanu were referring to when they said it's prohibited to carry into a courtyard of multiple owners who didn't make an Erev together.